I really think that uh, we shouldn't push them too hard because they are, as it is, they are pushing themselves so hard. So if on top of that, if we try to push them hard, it is going to be a disaster. So what I, what we did was we never uh, really prejudiced her on anything. We did feel bad when when we wanted her to win and win and she lost. That is always there with every parent. But then we generally didn't voice it too much. He always said, you know, whether she won or lost, when she lost also, she had to go and she has to congratulate the opponent, which we always did, my husband and I. There was a very strange behavior in those days. If uh, your child was good but lost to a weak opponent, the parent wouldn't even congratulate the weak opponent. We were quite <laughs> taken aback, you know. So we kind of made sure about all these things because at the end of the day, however good a player you are, it's the human being that you are that matters. Hello and welcome to another episode of Parenting the Champion, the podcast where I, Vitush K. Mehta, your host, speaks to the inspirational parents of the inspiring sports champions. Listening to these interactions would benefit the parents as well as the sports enthusiasts who wish to pursue sports as a career. The parents can understand how to support their kids and keep them motivated, while the enthusiasts would be able to know how these sports champions behaved in terms of the on-field trainings as well as the off-field routines, how they carried out their regular routines and how they responded to various challenges to not only pursue the sport as a passion, but reach such admirable heights. Welcome once again. Today, I am delighted to have with me Mrs. Kaveri Punappa, the inspirational mother of Ashwini Punappa. Ashwini Punappa has been one of the most successful players to have represented India in the badminton internationally within the women's doubles and the mixed doubles events. She has had a very successful partnership with Jawala Gutta as the pair won numerous medals in international events, including a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games and bronze medals at the Uber Cup, BWF World Championships and the Asian Badminton Championships. They were consistently ranked among the top 20 in the BWF World Ranking reaching as high as number 10 worldwide at one point in time. Ashwini emerged on the international stage when she won the gold medal in mixed doubles and the team events at the South Asian Games held in 2010. In the 2010 Commonwealth Games, she won the gold medal in women's doubles event pairing with Jawala Gutra, making history by winning the first gold medal for India in the event. Gutta and Punappa became household names after winning the medal in front of the home crowd. Later on in 2011, they came up with one of the finest performances when she and Gutta etched their names in the history books by becoming the first Indian pair to ensure a medal at the World Badminton Championships. In a career spanning almost 24 years, with an international career of almost 14 years out of this, representing the Indian team at various international events, she has had nine podium finishes. Apart from this, as a professional player, she has been runner-up twice in BWF World Tour. In BWF Grand Prix, 
Ashwini has won one title and has been runner up on three occasions. In the BWF International Challenge Series, Ashwini has won one title and has been runner up on six occasions. The journey spanning 24 years is not over yet, and the zeal to contribute to the game still continues with Ashwini. In the month of April this year itself, she has won the title in National Open Ranking Tournament, competing with the players almost 20 years younger to her in the finals. She would be representing India in Sudarman Cup shortly, partnering with Tanisha Krasto, who is more than 14 years younger to her. In a long career, she has had successful partnerships with Jwala Gutta, Sikki Reddy, Pradnya Gadre in women's doubles. While in mixed doubles, she has partnered with Satvik Sairaj Ranki Reddy, Manu Atri, Veer Biju, and Sai Pratik. Welcome to the show, Mrs. Bonappa. What an enchanting and amazing journey Ashwini has had so far. And the journey still continues. Thank you so much, Mr. Vidush Mehta, for having me on your podcast. And uh, thank you so much for all your appreciation of my daughter. Your daughter truly deserves it. And we are ardent fans of Ashwini. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Mehta. Alongside my audience, I'm very, very inquisitive and curious. How was Ashwini introduced to the sport, ma'am? Actually, Ashwini was a very hyperactive child and uh, I was uh, expecting my uh, son. I, I was almost full term and I was back at home at my mother's and uh, it so happened that uh, just to keep her busy, I gave, gave her an old racket which was lying around in my mother's house and then I didn't even have a shuttlecock. So I looked around and I made a paper ball, you know, just crunched the paper into a ball and I started throwing it at her. I made a hole the racket and I started throwing it at her and she could pick it pretty well. I was really amazed. And then I thought maybe she has got some talent on these things. So then after that, it wasn't, you know, too much of uh, badminton. It was more of, uh, she was a very good athlete and uh, she was doing a lot of sports. So then at some point of time, we thought maybe we should send her for a summer camp. So when she was around six years old, we sent her for a badminton summer camp. And there the coach was very impressed. He said, she's really got talent. So you should continue uh, to make a play badminton. That's how the journey started. So you talked about the racket. The racket was lying at home, which implies that somebody else is also a sportsman within the family. Not really. I was always an outdoor person, but my husband's family is very much into sports. He's a good sportsman himself. His brother, brother's a good, was a good uh, cricketer. His uncles have records in the state, like all good athletes, good hockey players. So basically, I think the main uh, genetic talent comes from the father's right rather than me. But I enjoyed all games. I was jack of all games and master of none kind of a person. Unlike my husband, who was really good in most games that he played. So being a child in the sports person's family is definitely an advantage and a benefit because somebody understands you nicely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. No doubt about that. Yeah. And I'm very curious to know, how was Ashwini as a child, apart from games, what kind of energy levels? You said she had high energy levels, but I mean, how was she as a child if you, if you have to describe her as a child? I think as a child, as I said, one thing was that she was hyperactive and she was very steady on her feet. Like, you know, she could always climb, uh, climb well, like she would literally climb the windows up and down when she was barely two to three years old. And she was very steady on her feet. But otherwise, she was a very quiet child. My husband's side of, side of the family, again, are uh, a bit introvert. And so is she. She doesn't really uh, talk too much, unlike me. And she's, uh, she's on the quieter side. And it may not 
not have been easy on either of my children because I was also working. So they had to stay in the uh, crèche and, you know, all these things did happen. But uh, somehow they took it on their stride and uh, they grew up well, I should say. So she was uh, quiet, you said, and yet she had a lot of energy. That means she was not, not naughty, but she had a lot of energy, which you nicely channelized into this sport. And at very early age, you said two and a half years. And that is how she got introduced to the badminton as a game. I'm curious to know, Mrs. Kunapa, how much did she enjoy the game? Uh, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, what I have to tell you is that she thoroughly enjoyed games, games of all kinds, like whether it was uh, hide and seek, whether it was running around, jumping around, whether it was anything, whatever she played, she enjoyed. And uh, we kind of channeled it into badminton because we wanted her to play one sport, Uh, uh, especially my husband. He said, unless she plays one sport, she won't be really good in all. So we have to make sure that she devotes more time into one sport. Only then she can come up in this whichever sport we finally decide on. And which other sports did she pursue at any point in time? Uh, She was a very good athlete when she was in school. And uh, she was their main uh, representative for the school. And she's won inter-school 100 meters. She's won inter-school long jumps. And she was always the relay anchor. And uh, she's done a lot uh, uh, in athletics, athletics also. But at some point of time, we had to stop. And she did. Till 10th, she represented her school. But after 10th, uh, she stopped. Like when she went to college, she didn't repre- represent the college. Because by then, she was full-fledged into badminton and she didn't have the time either. Does she have any regrets that she left athletics and uh, pursued badminton? I don't think so. Because as my husband uh, said, athletics is a kind of a punishing career. Where it's a bit monotonous. Like, you know, unlike in badminton where you have a lot of fun, you will, you'll have five-a-sided play, you'll have three-a-sided play, you'll make it a fun game and then you'll have your challenges, your uh, events, like when they train also, they'll have a lot of things happening, like they, they try to make it fun and make it as good as possible especially when they're younger. So that way I think she's better off playing badminton than athletics. Athletics would have been just that one goal of reaching in a certain time the, from the beginning to the end and it, it does take its toll on uh, on uh, uh, the athlete's body I think. In fact the coaches were paranoid, the badminton coaches they said please let, don't send her for athletics even for school if she gets injured then she's in trouble and you know all these things were happening yes. So it started with fun and when do you think that the fun got shifted towards a focused training? I think it started pretty young because by the time she was nine and a half years old, she started uh, playing tournaments. And then she started playing, well, she played the mini nationals, sub, uh, sub-junior nationals. So it continued that way. After 10, I think at uh, under 10 also, she was state number two. And then that is in singles. And under 13, uh, she also reached state number one. She was India number one also in singles at one point of time. So she tasted success early. I would not say tasted success. I think a lot of effort would have gone into it. But yes, having said that, still, she was able to taste success at an early age. Absolutely, absolutely. Because as I said, she would get so many medals for athletics also. So she was pretty well known in athletics as well as badminton when she was very young. And how how would she take the sport apart from the game, which is the match part? How committed was she towards the peripheral activities? Did she, I mean, I would ask you particularly, 
so in terms of warm up and cool down would you, would she take warm up and cool down as a funny way or as a focused way it was very focused because my husband was always hovering around her you know and he having been a good, a good athlete himself he had a certain ways of you know doing things and sometimes i feel sorry for ashwini because he was so uh, particular that she warm up properly because his worry was she shouldn't get injured and then uh, make sure that uh, soon after the uh, matches uh, she had to wear her track upper and lower to keep herself warm and not exposed to the cold so many things i think he was with her when she when she was younger he traveled with her all the time because i had to i was working for one thing so was he but uh, my son was also there and he was severely as asthmatic when he was young so uh, i had to look after him so i had to be at home it was my husband who traveled with her uh, all along i asked that a question very very particularly why because there are a lot of parents who keep on reminding their children to take these activities very seriously the warm ups and cool downs because they will help the children prolong their careers and make sustainable physical bodies and in the absence you know the bodies might incur injuries so if your husband was strict it went on to benefit ashwini right i absolutely no doubt about that and having been a very good athlete himself he really knew the pros and cons and he was he also had had his coaches and he was brought up in a sainik school where they were very strict and you know very disciplined so all that he, uh, he tried to inculcate in his daughter also so that i'm sure helped her because uh, being injury free in this field is very difficult and she's done her best till now so uh, i i think i'm sure it has helped her very much hey, i can understand that and you know she's had a very long career Uh, and she has had pairings with so many sports persons which means that she is still running and i think credit goes to your husband who would have inculcated those things But apart from that mrs kaveri were there any times that she struggled as well in her career in the early days absolutely because as a child you know she she loved playing she loved training she gave a heart out but there are times when you also taste a failure so that's that's never been easy on her when she was younger she would uh, cry a lot and she would get upset and i even remember one particular day she said i i've had it i don't want to play i said okay it's left to you if you don't want to play don't play that's it so but that was only for two days the third day she was literally waiting to uh, run and train for the badminton so that's how it is you know there are times she did have a lot of quite a bit of trouble when she was younger she would get nervous and then she wouldn't uh, play well then she would get upset then she would cry all these things were happening I, i'm sure it was happening with a lot of children but we kind of didn't give too much of importance to that we said yeah it happens to everyone but you you need to overcome that and the more you play the better it is but in the meantime i did a lot of research on all this i even went for a nlp course so i i try to kind of help her mentally as much as i could that must have helped her also so she is basically not one of those children who's born calm and collected whether you win or lose you still can take it in your stride her losing was little difficult for her especially in the earlier days now she's okay you said she went despondent at one point in time but what was it most of the times was she despondent or did she want to respond she wanted to come back and and give it back you know there are days this is my perception of what she must have gone through when she is trained well she when she is worked hard and then she goes on court and then she's unable to give her best that happens when they so very much want to win that's one of the things that happens to every athlete i think 
the balance between wanting to win should be i think it should be of a certain wavelength if it's beyond that if it goes beyond that then you become too tense so much so that all your uh, smashes and can go to go to the net or go out so that is because you're too stiff you're not playing in the best possible way you have become more stiff than required so that fine tuning has to happen with all players i think and there are players like jwala who are phenomenally uh, fit mentally in terms of you know they can take everything in their stride ashuni was definitely not one of them she would always she's a bit more sensitive also so that issue was a little difficult but i think she has come uh, overcome that to great extent but i wouldn't say she is 100% free of that now she does have moments of anxiety while playing and then becoming a little bit more stiff so that her shots won't come through uh, these things do happen you took to nlp course to, to help her be mentally yeah. tough can yeah. you tell us yeah. a little more about that please i did this nlp neuro linguistic programming and then it so happened that i had a course mate who wanted to become an nlp trainer mr ashlesh so then what i did was he was already into all these things like uh, mental training so i put her on to mr ashlesh with whom she got along really well so ashlesh did trainer for quite some time quite a few years i should say about 4 to 5 years and then uh, that really helped her also so ashwini was very ambitious from the from the day one uh, that's what i could hear you saying because i i think the whole thing was she was always so good, good in whatever game she tried that she got used to it the very thought of not doing well was you know like it was difficult on her because anything she did whether she did athletics whether she even she played hockey once or twice because she was so uh, talented in almost all the sports that she could play do well i think exactly like my husband who also never really had to learn any sport per se he also played a lot of games like where he played cricket he played football he played hockey for the state for 15 years he's a good golfer and uh, literally any sport he could play so that is uh, that's uh, that's the problem you know when things come easy then it's difficult for you to accept failure uh, th- th- that that's my personal opinion so easy uh, i would not say they would have come easy but yes since she is gifted as a talent uh, in terms of having a sports person's body and mind also and also somebody mm-hmm. in the in the house who has been a sports person to be have to be a guiding factor she would have got the path right but i think one has to walk and run on that particular path that she did beautifully i would say absolutely because her commitment to the game was uh, uh, simply phenomenal i still remember this tournament in kochi um, she was uh, playing doubles with uh, nitya sosli around that time i think she, that, that was uh, mini nationals or something like that and uh, she had injured her ankle so later someone was telling me auntie you should have seen her uh, her ankle would swell as well and uh, turn into a kind of a mini golf ball and then um, my husband would tape it for her. but then she would be ready to play the next match at uh, that kind of a commitment she always had and she never shirked from training even when she's here at this age she comes in here because both of us are unwell so she tries to visit us as often as possible but unfortunately it's just for a day or maybe two days but she'll train here she'll do ball practice she'll sometimes train with her father in spite of his parkinson's he still tries to play with her so uh, she is very committed to her game there is there, are, there is no doubt about that you people are from kurg and i think uh, commitment runs in kurgis i i can definitely say that they i mean one of the best martial uh, races that india has is our kurgis 
and that is where i think they are your discipline that is where you are athletically sound that is where you committed and i think ashwini is is one kurgi i think the entire india is proud of thank you thank you so much thank you so much yeah, uh, as i said uh, commit there is no uh, two things about a commitment she is totally disciplined and she is committed to her game what age is ashwini at this point time she is 33 years old as of september and she has been playing this sport yeah. since the age of 6 and at the age of 33 so 27 years she is still still got that hunger uh, to do all these things when she's back home and not thinking of just chilling out and relaxing yes that, that that commitment she has sometimes i also feel tired i'll tell her for heaven's sake for a day why don't you give a break she says no but i need to do this to stay where i am i need, I need to be very committed so she has been focused she has been ambitious she has been respondent and not despondent she has been committed she has been disciplined and always yearning to give more and more these kind of children also sometimes give some kind of anxieties to the parents do they <laughs> absolutely they they do because you know there are occasions when i think she really needs a break and uh, especially over the past 3 4 years she has taken a couple of breaks i think it, it's been a very long inning and she's traveled so much and she's been in the indian team for for such a long time so she did take a break in between like soon after she got married within two days she was playing the pbl and then after that i think maybe a year later she went to uh, Russia for a, a late honeymoon like where they took on the soccer world cup in Russia she and her husband so a couple of these things she has done but uh, by and large not too many what did she used to do as a child off court after these uh, sessions etc i mean in terms of managing her time uh she so one thing is you know uh, she went to school throughout till 10th uh, she had permission to leave early but rest of the time she had to do her school she had to do her homework she had to do her exams we were rather uh, particular about that so that was there apart from that whatever time she had she loved music so she listened to music and then uh, she would like to play with her brother and uh, her friends however silly the game was you know that would uh, kind of relax her and uh, you know give her the kind of uh, simpler pleasures that she, she she would have needed at that point of time because when she played badminton it's always a little bit of a however much she enjoyed the game there would be a factor of stress because you have to perform but when you play these small uh, games like maybe a snake and ladder or whatever that would give her that relaxation which she needed and she she reads also but uh, i think more into music but did she enjoy yes. studies when she was studying uh okay she wasn't very interesting because uh, most of the time was spent on court and uh, somehow she managed to get a first class and get through and in tenth she was the sports captain also for the school so uh, she she was okay but she wasn't very much into learning as such uh, into studies as such i should say so otherwise yeah she was okay she always managed again there was a commitment she had to do it like uh, i remember intensely is telling me i'm the school captain i can't fail ma i need to study i need to do well so that was there always oh the ownership and the responsibility and holding the flag high that was always there with her yes yes and i'm sure having not quit studies would have helped her in her game also absolutely absolutely no two things about that because in life i think especially with us indians uh, we learn a lot when we go to school we uh, we learn discipline we learn uh, certain 
I mean, whatever we study also helps. There is something uh, in studying which helps us throughout our lives, I feel. So uh, I'm sure that helped her a lot. And uh, she's got that satisfaction of having gone to school, having done reasonably well. That satisfaction is also there. How grueling were the sessions over there at that point in time? And what, what were the uh, kind of schedules that she managed in, in terms of badminton uh, academy? They had very tight schedules because uh, at that point of time, Hyderabad didn't have an academy. And uh, Praka- Mr. Prakash Padukone's uh, academy, PPPA, was the main academy in the whole of India. And uh, they were really training the children well. So my husband would get up early in the morning and uh, take both the children. Even my son would go along. Uh, they would go for their morning fitness, which would be about, you know, the physical strengthening. Like they would do a few sprints and then whatever. And they would train with the athletic coach, Mr. Bidu also. And then um, the morning was only that. They would go to the Kantirava Stadium and they would have their sessions. But uh, after that, in the evening would be regular badminton training. Evening, she would get off by around uh, 3 and then I would drop her to her uh, academy and she would train. And my husband on the way back from his bank would pick her up and bring her home. So that was the regular schedule. Uh, They had a very, uh, very uh, systematic, disciplined uh, bringing up. Uh, in badminton and at that point of time Karnataka's under 15 girls team I think that out of top 10 in India eight were from Karnataka wow in fact all of them are doing well I'm 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 really surprised that all of them somehow somewhere they lost out I really don't know how or why but it happened because there was a GM Nistita who was at one time uh, India number one then there was uh, Ruth Misha who was uh, number two they were little senior to Ashwini maybe a year and then uh, there was Monisha Vinayak there was uh, Shruti Sridhar then uh, there was uh, Ashwini there was Nitya Sosali then all these were there I really don't know how uh, what happened with the others <laughs> really it's 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 quite amazing but then i suppose they were they were really talented in india within india they had a name all these children had a name i think internationally they did represent india but didn't go too high didn't go the way uh, sainas and uh, sindhus went though. so so i think there's a different level that you need to take your game to when you represent uh, india at international oh. level rather than competing at india Yes. And how do you think that Ashwini took her game to the next level from uh, India to the other level? Uh, See, what happened was in 2008, my husband was forced to take a transfer. He had managed without taking a transfer, being in the Reserve Bank of India. And then they said, no, you have to. Uh, We do understand that your daughter is training in uh, Bangalore, but uh, you have to take a transfer. And he was transferred to Chennai. Then he uh, sent a representation saying that Chennai doesn't have an academy uh, because my daughter is a badminton player. And at that point of time, Mr. Gopichand was coming out with his academy. Academy was already ready, and Ashwini had already trained in uh, Hyderabad a couple of times. So then uh, the uh, Reserve Bank of India immediately agreed, transferred him to Hyderabad. So we moved to Hyderabad. In Hyderabad, she was uh, training for doubles. By then, uh, she was requested uh, to train for doubles because doubles was a forte, they thought. And then uh, at that point of time, Joala asked her to play with her. So that's when everything changed. Joala was already an established name in the women's doubles in India and then when she asked Ashwini to play the coaches told her to go ahead so that's how she started playing with Jwala and within a year within two years they won the gold in Commonwealth Games They were the first pair to win gold for India in Commonwealth Games Yes, yes in women's doubles yes they are the first yes So all along what I've heard is uh, that Ashwini has 
has got all the best possible traits as a person for that matter what i can see from a distance not just as a sports person so then yeah. i think there would have been very very few challenges or struggles that you would have gone through mrs bonapa uh as a mother yes because she, she grew up the way i wanted her to grow up honest straightforward and uh, she was always polite to others and all these traits were there but she was also very reserved because she is a very quiet person and uh, she doesn't talk too much so uh, that is there but uh, yeah that way it was very easy because i didn't have any trouble with her uh, in terms of you know uh, not being disciplined and uh, not giving up as uh, none of these things happened but uh, she had her own struggles because uh, as every athlete uh, will undergo there are good days there are bad days there are days when you are unwell all these things happened especially in hyderabad i remember she was training and then uh, she started uh, having a back pain and she was walking in a different way then I, uh, i had to take her to the doctor and the doctors were very worried they said something wrong with her back i'm suspecting this and that and i was in a absolute shock thinking my god she's only uh, she at that point of time she was 19 and uh, what at this age if she has a back trouble then what then i still remember mr gopichand calling me and asking me what happened i said uh, this is what the doctor is saying and he said don't listen because these doctors will not understand an athlete's body i remember when he spoke about himself how when he had a leg injury the doctors were not sure that he would get back but he said i got back and i won also so you don't worry too much that was very very consoling and then uh, as he had said uh, it finally turned out to be nothing major but she also realized that sprints were creating a problem with her back because her, the structure of her back was slightly different from everyone else um, exactly like a dad's i think so so we should create a kind of pressure on her back so then she stopped doing these sprints the problem with ashwini is when she sprinted even for uh, for strengthening purpose most probably she gave her best and ran the hardest possible so later she stopped sprinting for a long time even for training that uh, she kind of recovered after that what might be your advice for the parents whose children are likes of ashwini who are very committed who are very very focused and who are reserved also which means they are giving their best and they are soaking a lot and uh, what should be the sensitive about with these kind of kids particularly uh, the daughters i really think that uh, we shouldn't push them too hard because they are as it is they are pushing themselves so hard so if on top of that if we try to push them hard it is going to be a disaster so what what we did was we never uh, really prejudiced her on anything we did feel bad when when we wanted her to win and win and she lost that is always there with every parent but then we generally didn't voice it too much and then uh, another thing we did was we didn't uh, kind of you know whenever she played we wouldn't go clapping mad and uh, say okay you the you, uh, you're doing well uh, we was the quietest parents whenever a match was going on we wouldn't even clap we kind of made her get used to the fact that uh, you know 
we were there but we were not loud she couldn't hear us so she had to kind of be on in her own zone so she was not really dependent on us for all these encouragements and she wouldn't uh, she never really had a coach sitting with her all the time because she would she didn't have the habit of looking at coaches i've seen lot of children do that i don't know whether it's a good thing or bad thing but with ashwini she became more self reliant because of that and uh, uh, and we always said you know whether she won or lost when she lost also she had to go and she has to uh, congratulate the opponent which we always did my husband and i because there were a, there was a very strange behavior in those days if uh, your child was good but lost to a weak opponent the parent wouldn't even congratulate the weak opponent we were quite <laughs> taken aback you know so we kind of made sure about all these things because at the end of the day however good a player you are it's the human being that you are that matters that's what i think even now so these are the traits we try to uh, inculcate and i i i fondly would like to think that she has done all that without so doubt so that's without a doubt she is today also a true lady extremely extremely humble polite and well behaved how she uh, kind of interacts with the children and the fans and the ones who adore her i think she she reacts very very humbly and politely with that, that is i think what you have inculcated in her i think to be a good human being that's a very very common factor that i come across with all the champions to be honest humility is one of the one of the big virtues of all these champions i've seen all of and she is one she is one humble uh, champion so i mean she's got a long streaks of victories did any point yes. in time do you think that victories made her complacent also Uh, not really no because uh, uh, from what i understand about her she is she doesn't think that she is achieved enough she thinks she is she needs to achieve more that's how she's still playing that's how she's still trying to you know raise the bar so uh, i i don't think she is she was uh, complacent at any point of time nor is she now uh, i think she is hungry at this point of time because uh, time is running out her body may not be willing to take it on for too many years anymore so now she wants to gear up and try to give a good finish to her career so what i can draw an overall picture of ashwini is that she might have inherited a lot of things which is uh, the genes of a sports person yes. and the discipline of somebody who studied at sanic school and a martial yes. community for that matter but i think she has yes. not she has not not done any less by giving all she's had and at the same time being hungry even after 27 years of being in the sport so i think yes. what they say is stay hungry stay curious or stay foolish since she is still yes. hungry she is going on every day and it reflects in her yes. in her behavior that whenever she comes back to home also for uh, for for relaxation she doesn't forget to do her ball practice and other so yes. i think a, a very very good lesson to all the uh, sporting kids that can you can relax at the same time you can stay in touch with the things which are very very necessary to be done for your sport yeah. yes and what would you be your advice to the children who are pursuing this sport as a, as a profession i think one of the most important aspects of any sport for that matter is uh, failure is always a stepping stone stone to success i've seen top players in badminton as i said you know our state had so many they were so despondent and they just 
didn't want to continue if they lost to someone who was a lesser player than them these things do happen that is where you gain your strength that's how you become a strong you become a stronger person so never ever just give up because you failed once or twice no they are your stepping stones that that's where you grow your strength that's where you become more uh, stronger that's where your mental strength comes up so i think you should always take failures as stepping stones and then you know no one can win all the time even a great person like federer can also lose so we should remember that and then continue with the game only then you can be a success in these sporting careers and enjoy the game yes and enjoy the game most importantly yes most importantly enjoy the game it shouldn't be a punishment it should be a, a activity which you enjoy which you can think over and enjoy and uh, that is important the stress part is there without stress you cannot perform that little bit of stress has to be there but at the, at the, at the same time the enjoyment is also very important absolutely it has been truly a pleasure speaking to you mrs kaveri punappa you yourself has been an inspirational lady i'm 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 really inspired to see that you took up to an nlp course to help your daughter in terms of creating a mental strength for her your thank husband, you so much your husband has always traveled with her he might have uh, sacrificed a lot of uh, professional uh, promotions also because he did not take transfers right transfers are integral part of a professional and if he did not yes. take transfers i think he would have sacrificed his professional career also i think that that really must have done a, a lot of contribution towards ashwini's uh, game what she stands today yes uh, i would also like to add that uh, reserve bank of india was wonderfully supportive throughout and strangely when jawala and ashwini played both the fathers were in reserve bank of india hyderabad and uh, they were thrilled when they won the gold because uh, rbi hyderabad gave the hosted such a big function for them it was very supportive uh, mr vidush uh, that i have to tell they even gave us a quarters next to the training area in bangalore we were on kanigam crescent road and um, uh, academy was just behind uh, rbi quarters so that way they were very supportive and uh, in those days you know we could stay in the rbi guest houses and it was it was really good Uh, I, I, we can never forget that so the advice to parents from mrs kaveri ponappa is that don't push your children who are themselves committed you need to be more supportive you need to find out the ways yes. to help them and support them rather than pushing them when they are themselves pushing themselves so much and for yes. the aspiring champions they need to always stay hungry they need to always stay yes. focused is that what mrs ponappa said and keep on enjoying what you're doing take stress towards your goal but don't take stresses from your uh, from the results be respondent be do not be despondent on yes that, on that note i will yeah. thank you once again mrs kaveri punappa your golden words would definitely help a lot of parents and children in terms of what they pursuing as a grueling career because this this career is yes. very very different from these studies and yes. and successes are few so i must thank okay. you i cannot thank you enough for mrs kaveri and we i'm sure that ashwini has got a lot in reserve today also to 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 take her game to even higher level thank you so much uh, mr vidush uh, it was a pleasure talking to you too i really hope uh, someone will get some small letters output from whatever i spoke i would be the happiest person on earth if it would help any parent any child thank you very much for putting me on your podcast thank you so much for listening to this episode of parenting the champion If you think by listening to this episode you were able to get even a single solution to your pains or struggles 
or if you were able to get even a single piece of inspiration i would request you to do just two things for me number 1 please subscribe to this podcast and give five star rating it would help me reach a wider audience of sports enthusiasts who might benefit with the solutions and inspirations from the real life journey of the champions number 2 please share this episode with at least three people in your network who you think need to listen to this episode be that person who helps others grow in their life thank you once again for listening to this episode see you in the next episode till then happy outings happy bonding and a happy journey